0: Find yourself in the Beachview area of Pittsburgh, check out the official pizza of this show, Slice on Broadway, sharing an abnormal obsession with pizza we can relate to. Check them out at SliceOnBroadway.com and tell them this show sent you. Mm. I don't know what we're going to talk about. I honestly don't.
1: That's fine. (laughs) Let's
2: go to chat. I'm a good... I'm down to talk about whatever. Yeah. I'm
0: going to try to get them for 30, but these usually go long. We're okay. With people in studios, so... I'm a rambler, so I'll try. Good. Good. That makes my job easier. I'll try and ramble <laughs> just enough. The secret to doing seven podcasts in one night is you get a bunch of other people that will talk. Did you do seven, to, seven tonight? This is my Six. fifth. This is my fifth. fifth. Wait. One, two, three, four... This go is my ahead. fifth, and I'm going to do three tiny ones. Nice uh, before I go to bed. micro episodes yeah well it's it's like 10 minutes each. Now are they all video Yeah, I mean everything goes out video audio yeah, you know nice all right ninety one Hey, guys, it's the Indie Mayhem Show. i Mike Sorg at Sorgatron on the Twitter here in Pittsburgh, PA, uh, at the Mayhem Studios, a uh, video producer with some work with the IWC and the uh, RWA. Those are just letters to anybody else. International Wrestling Cartel, Renegade Wrestling Alliance, and some other work, including the Montreal Theory Funding, Zach Allen stuff like that uh, with Sorgatron Media. Uh, And we're ready to talk some pro wrestling, some independent pro wrestling with my good buddy. He is the voice of uh, Inspire Pro Wrestling of Austin, Texas, coming to us from San Antonio. Let's talk about the customer service person from San Antonio today, Eamon. I did not ask if they knew you were. (laughs)
3: Did did you? I was going to say, that would be interesting. Um, Yeah, uh, I'm happy to be here, as always, Sork. I'm very excited to talk. Uh, about all things independent wrestling, as always.
0: Excellent. We have a fun one here. We've got somebody in studio, and uh, we'll introduce them in just a moment. But first, please check out everything and subscribe to this and all the other shows at WrestlingMayhemShow.com. Uh, And we're on social media. You can uh, converse with us. Let us know what you thought about our interviews, Indie Wrestling that we're missing, and so much more. And, of course, check out the Around the Indies uh, article over at IndieWrestling.us, where this show is also posting uh, from our good friend in the mainstream media, Matt Carlin's. And uh, we'll touch on that a lot of times at the end of the show just to see what's going on because he's really good uh, keeping his ear to ground what is happening in independent pro wrestling. You can also drop us a line uh, more directly. Uh, let us, again, let us know who should we be talking to. We're, we're looking at uh, some some people that uh, were suggested to us more recently as well. Uh, you can drop us a line at 412-206-WMS0. That is going to be the uh, voicemail, and we can uh, get your voice here on the show, or at com. And please, if you're digging uh, the wrestling stuff in general, you can check out our Patreon uh, over at patreon.com slash Wrestling Mayhem Show. You're actually going to be donating to the main show if you're interested in that. Uh, But if anything else, if you don't want to donate any money to the cause, that's okay. Please just share the word, share interviews that you're digging, uh, everything else. And we really, really appreciate it. So let's uh, get into this oh hey also big props to basic sickness at basic com for the intro and outro music for this and the wrestling mayhem show get some free music over there at basic com. so we got somebody in studio Eamon, somebody local here that's why he's in studio that's why Eamon, we need to get you a studio set up so everybody can just yeah, join I, you and hang out and you know
3: i think yeah i think we mentioned that last week yeah we got to figure out some sort of uh uh Texas headquarters, uh, the, the Mayhem community branching out, I guess That's you could right. say.
0: That's right. We're going to open a Sorgatron Media West, or I guess so a Sorgatron Media Central, uh, because West will be when we finally get Alex Cars to put t- together studio for us out there, and you can get some PWG guys, and it'll be great, right? So <laughs> That'll work. <laughs> uh, no big plans here, but we got in studio a guy that I've known for a couple years now with the IWC uh, in
2: particular, Remy LaVey joins us in studio. How you doing tonight, sir? Sorg, thank you very much for uh, having me. I've uh, watched many of these in the past and uh, I was waiting for when I would get the invite. For the call. I was.
0: You've been on my list of guy I need to get on for about a year.
2: I remember the first time I brought it up to you and I kind of put it out there like, hey, Sorg, like, uh, trying to have me on. (laughs) But uh, no, I mean, uh, coming here and seeing it is a very quite impressive setup. You can only, the people watching can only see the, the microphones. But I'm surrounded by various computers and screens, and uh, that's the way uh, it should be. I love it. That's it. That's it. Uh, so uh,
0: you know, first of all, uh, uh, Remy LeVay, you're you're into wrestling. You're, you're obviously that you've gone this far. We like to kind of get to know you a little bit first. What first got you into pro wrestling? What's your earliest kind of big memory of, of of pro wrestling?
2: Um, I'd say uh, watching with my dad growing up. I I remember. Um, probably first, I mean, I, I, I can't tell you the the actual first time I, I literally have no idea. Uh, I was very, very young. Um, but my first actual, uh, kind of like real memories, uh, probably would come around 95, 96, 97, maybe. Um, right before, uh, the Monday night wars and, and whatnot. I, I'm 26 now. So, uh, I was, I believe, the perfect age for for that time. Uh, and I just remember it was something that my dad encouraged. And I, I don't think my mom really liked it that much. and But my dad saw that I, I took a uh, liking to it early on. And he was very supportive and very influential in terms of music and and just being a little kid. And he was always kind of putting stuff in front of my face and he'd watch my, he'd pay attention to what really caught my attention. And then he'd kind of, um, you know, it was, he was, he took me to Melon arena um, a bunch of times to see wrestling growing up. And I I remember, um, I remember just being so caught up in the characters and growing up, I was always really into pretty much anything that, that had a lot of characters. And, um, that, that's that variation. And, um, I think it's important. And I think that's one of the things I still love about wrestling is there's, I, I have a lot of different weird, uh, sides of my personality and I've always really liked connecting with the different wrestlers growing up, you know? Um, and of course, when the attitude era came being 11, 10, 11, 12 year old kid, um, And all of a sudden, I felt like I was watching something that I wasn't supposed to be watching. (laughs) I distinctly remember dialing in ECW um, in kind of like our our side TV room one night. and um, TV was a a really big thing. I remember South Park wrestlers. I was really into like South Park wrestlers. And AOL was – the internet was kind of just – I remember just completely taking over. Um, our family's computer and everything was wrestling websites, wrestling art, wrestling South Park wrestlers, um, all that kind of early AOL chat room type stuff, which is really crazy to think about now. Um, but I remember that kind of, that was, that was, it was a time where I found myself watching TV a lot more often. I'd come home from school and I would watch TV and, and hang out and draw, or I would hang out and play with toys and, and there was always something on in the background, whether it was a movie or, or wrestling. And I think I just found, uh, it struck something in me that was very, uh, inspiring and larger than life, but also something that was very, um, real. It was, it was, I think the first time I, we went, I remember standing outside, um, of, uh, the igloo. And there was kind of that side entrance that went down and into the side where all mm-hmm. the wrestlers would park and come out. And I remember, I think it kind of clicked for me the first house show I went to, which had to have been, I want to say, um, maybe 98 or 99. And, uh, I just remember once I saw that they were, they were right there in front of me, it kind of all clicked that this is something larger than life, but also very real at the same time. These are real people. And, um, I was still very innocent and naive to the (laughs) whole thing and to an extent. And, um, my dad was always kind of making sure I knew that it was, you know, a work if you will. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I, 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 at that point I, I wouldn't, I really kind of just, I'd tune my dad out and I would take in whatever I wanted to take in. And, um, just very attracted to the overall diversity within it. And something that was so violent could also be so creative. And, mm-hmm. um, I liked that it was constant and always changing and that, um, and at that time, being a wrestling fan was great because you had so much to choose from. Uh, wrestling magazines were a big thing for me, um, and like I said, just AOL and the whole internet kind of becoming a thing. That was crazy.
0: That's something uh, we haven't really had this. I guess we kind of, sort of have this discussion with with Eamon here because he was kind of a younger guy uh, coming up around around the same era. I guess a little later, actually, Eamon, right? And uh, yeah,
3: yeah, definitely a little bit
0: later. One thing I don't realize is I'm somebody who around 11 years old. It was still real,
2: yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. And
0: and, and 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 you know to to like it was like somebody telling me Santa Claus wasn't real. Um, sorry, McFoley. Uh, <laughs> it, you know, you know, it, like that. That was the thing. I was the and also insular. you talk about the AOL chat rooms, and you think about it in the '80s, it was like it was you. Yeah, you know? there was no yeah. nothing. And 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 it wasn't cool to be a wrestling fan so much in high school. No, and <laughs> or I were
2: in elementary school even. I guess. And I feel like. um I feel like I I really wore that on on my sleeve. I feel like I kind of even picked up on that at a young age. And Mm -hmm. I've always been really proud of the stuff that I'm really into. And I would almost kind of, you know, um, and I went to a small private school called Winchester Thurston. And Mm. um, it was very, uh, it was a great school. um, But I definitely felt like the only one. I I remember specifically forcing my other friends to, trying to force wrestling on them. And I was literally the, the only person until about sixth grade when I met my best friend, Kevin, and we are best friends because of wrestling. Um, But until uh, leading up until that, I remember it being something that was kind of my own. And I felt like I was this young kid kind of like representing wrestling. And, and I, I knew why it was cool to me and I had no problem throwing that in other people's face or other kids face. I thought I was the man. My DX shirt.
3: <laughs>
2: That's awesome. So, so what parlayed? You know, obviously, it's several years before
0: you get into the ring uh, here uh, between between that era and, and then, what kind of? At what point did you determine I'm I'm going to do this? I'm going to get into
2: the ring. Um, I uh, I had always watched wrestling in high school, but I also consider that the era that um I, I was. Becoming a freshman in high school, I was about to go to high school, and a lot of things in my life were changing. I was I was uh, really getting into music and um, going to shows, and that that was when I kind of really was focused on music and and wanting to do a band and wanting to learn how to play guitar. And uh, wrestling at that point had become. I I felt like I my interests had not that my interests had had gone away from wrestling, but I was I was there was all this new stuff all of a sudden in front of me and I, I always had paid attention to wrestling. And especially like, I remember seeing um, Christopher Daniels and punk throughout high school. And, and, and that was kind of, I was never huge into the indies um, throughout high school. It was definitely uh, very foreign to me, but I was aware of it. I knew what it was. I knew who these guys were, um, but that was like the era of also like middle school was like media play. So there was um, a lot of like XPW and there was a lot of companies and, there wasn't so, you know, YouTube really wasn't a thing, and uh, if there were indies out there, there wasn't really, um, I wasn't, I, I, would, I certainly wasn't smart at all whatsoever uh, during this time. I kind of had always kept up with wrestling, but I wasn't watching it weekly, and I had um, really focused into music, and it wasn't actually until um, about, I'd say, five or six years ago that where I met my, one of my closest friends, Tyler, who I had known from going to shows and, and through the local, uh, hardcore scene here in Pittsburgh. And, uh, it was like the, the one thing that we, the two things that we were both really into were music and wrestling. And we had never talked about wrestling. And as soon as we talked about wrestling, we both were just on that same page where we kind of had this nerdy, you know, can't ditch this knowledge if I, if I tried, um, and me and him became really really good friends and I was I was actually going through like a weird I was going through a weird time and uh he kind of was the one that brought me up to speed like this is what you've been missing, like this is what's going on. Because he had you know, he's uh been a lifer, he's never stopped and he, he is like the the mastermind of wrestling. He actually tried out with me. Um and so we started going to I W C we started going to CZW. we started traveling and everything was wrestling again. And, um, I started watching wrestling I I started watching independence and I was kind of fell back in love with it. Being older, I started to watch it differently than I watched it when I was younger. And now I was realizing, um, it, it, I felt like, um, in high school, I felt like I had kind of seen everything and, and played every game and been to every website that I, that I could have. And I kind of let those, my high school years go by. And before I knew it, he was bringing me up to speed and, and introducing me to all this new stuff, which got me back interested again, because it was new to me and there were these new guys and the independence was a thing. And Whoa, what is this? Who are these guys? And this is a thing. And like, I, I had been playing music independently for so long. So independent wrestling is so similar. I that's something I always say. And uh, me and him started going to IWC, and we made some friends uh, up at CZW, and we're going out there a couple times to just hang out, and uh, a couple conversations, and uh, a couple, um, a little bit of research, yeah, there you go. There you go. Miss Miss Q, sorry about that. No, it's all right.
0: Yeah, this is uh, actually the Dojo Wars stuff that, that, that they're doing up there.
2: Yes, that is the big, scared Dan O'Hare, and... Uh, <laughs> This was something I kind of just did on a whim. Mm-hmm. Um I kind of decided to it's funny there's no, usually this place is packed. When me and Darren went up there a couple a uh, month, month or two ago, um there was actually some people, you know, filled out, but this was this the weekend of the uh World of Worlds the New Japan ROH shows, so I literally got done here and got to catch the end of, of that show, which was it was an awesome weekend of shows. And uh this is Dan O'Hare, who is a uh, awesome. Who's also a musician, mm-hmm. and I remember being very nervous. I, I hit up Drew Gulak, who was one of the guys um, from CZW when I was going to Philly with my friend Tyler. He was someone that stood out to me, and uh, guys like Adam Cole and, and Rich Swan and um, uh, Ha and all these all these up and coming guys from CZW who have since gone on, and most of them done incredible things, um, as I knew they would, but you know, I, they, they were a big influence on me and they kind of, they knew that I, I kind of was a music guy, but they also saw my, um, desire to get involved and this trip was very special to me. It, it represented a, uh, the matches, whatever, you know, but it represented a, uh, kind of a, uh, a three sixty uh, somewhat, you know, I I don't believe wrestling kind of ever ends as I'm learning, but it was a nice mm-hmm. kind of revelation to have as I was having this match that uh, I'd taken so much influence and I have so much respect for CZW and a lot of my friends who have, who have, uh, I've watched, you know, perform in Philadelphia and my sister was there and my friend Tyler got to come and see me there and everyone there from DJ to Drew to Joey Janela to Jonathan Gresham. I mean, and these are guys that I'm still a mark for and, and guys mm-hmm. that I still hold you know to a certain standard so to me it was just super cool but IWC was obviously the place in Pittsburgh in my little area here and uh, I started going to the shows and I knew that if I I was going to train that that was the place to do it and uh, I honestly didn't think I was going to even pass the tryout it was kind Mm -hmm. of like try it out hey let's see if you last kind of thing and uh, I used to say you did it right Yeah, it's pretty crazy, man. I think there was six other people, and I'm the only one left here at IRBC out of my class. So, and I I think that uh, if you would have seen the class lined up, I I don't think people would have thought that. Maybe they would have.
0: It's really interesting to see who's going to drop out and the reasons that they do. uh, I mean, you know. We talk about like the performance center tryouts that was I think late last year. I know Asylum was part of that, the, right, that right class up there. And seeing the true athletes that go in and say, "Oh, I didn't know it was like this,"
2: right, you know, right, And they're
0: people that were you know champions in whatever sport they were. You know, they're not strangers to working hard. You know, right. Um, but even even I know there was somebody with the IWC class. I was I was talking with somebody with a few weeks ago. Like they went through the class and got to their first match, and then they're like, "Nope, Nope. Yep. Nope, not. And for me. I
2: just don't understand how you can. You have to really love this can, to yeah, do exactly. it. It sounds so. It sounds so repetitive, and it sounds so. You know, whatever. But it, it's it can't. It's it's the truth, man. I mean, if you, it boggles my mind sometimes when I run into someone and. I and they they don't have that that passion, that knowledge, and I'm not an elitist. Um in any way, but it's just, I just can't understand what would make a sane person want to do this if they weren't absolutely in love with it. And it's, it's, you know, it's, it's crazy to me. You really have to love this. You really have to strive. You really have to find something inside yourself that, Mm -hmm. um, that believes that you can do this. And self-confidence is a huge thing. When I did that tryout, and Chuck called me. He he told me it wasn't going to be easy. He told me straight up that I uh, was going to have to bust uh, bust my ass, and um, I was ready for it. I knew exactly what I was getting myself in for, and I didn't want anything handed to me. It, it had been such a long time since I, I felt I had challenged myself or um, pursued something that was brand new to me and kind of separate from my group of friends in my social circle, and. Every single step of it, every drive alone, every because I, I, I I'm kind of a loner and um I've found that being a loner in wrestling is it's good. It's a kind of a double edged sword, but um it has its its positives and its and its more depressing sides. But uh you know I would I really wouldn't have it any other way because it, it is my experience and uh, the journey. You know it's a life. It's a life. It's it's literally changing your life completely and you have to be ready to adapt. Um, you have to be ready to balance wrestling and everything else because wrestling becomes a world of its own and Mm -hmm. everything else is still there. And around the time that I was training, a lot was going on. My mom moved away. My sister moved away. Um, things with my, my band and stuff were slowing down. And I remember just thinking to myself, that I had to make sure that my life and my schedule was going to be able to accommodate the ridiculous schedule of uh, professional wrestling. I don't even remember this match.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's System Elite versus Gory. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I
2: facade couldn't make it, so they threw me in here.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. This was
2: probably one of my fourth or or fifth matches. Look at my long hair. (laughs) I miss my long hair. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, to make, to make kind of like a, a longer story short, I essentially just reconnected with it and there was a calling and there was a new, I, I had fallen in love with it again and I had found new things about it that was connecting uh, with me. It kind of pulled me out of a slump. It was, it was something to escape into. And mm-hmm. um, I think you, I was actually just talking to Joe Dombrowski last night about um, the aspect of escape, escaping. And I believe that is the true true when I'm watching as a fan or when i'm performing uh it's always an escape it's always everything that isn't work it's always everything that isn't you know bills to pay it's always everything that isn't you know running around trying to, to hang out with a bunch of friends and keep everyone happy it's you know it's it's very um it's very specific and it's very uh kind of isolates you into into the moment and into the, to the process and schedule of being a wrestler. And it kind of forces you to either roll with it or get left behind because wrestling's not going to stop. And there's a ton of other guys, mm-hmm. um, all fighting for table scraps. And, you know, it's, it, it was a really crazy thing. I I didn't think I would pass, but, um, I'm glad I finished and I'm glad I've stuck with it. And it's truly been, uh, a dream. It's, it's, I'm living out a dream. I always think about, Uh, you know, 12 year old me looking at me now would think I was pretty cool. So, uh, that's kind of how I've looked at it and that's kind of, you know, why I decided to pursue it was to me, it is the one few, one of the few things that has been able to keep me in touch with my innocence and in touch with my inner, you know, uh, 12, 10 year old me, which is something that I feel is taken from me every day as I get older Mm-hmm. And, uh, wrestling has always been that bridge of the gap. And, uh, now more than ever, I find it really being important in my life.
0: Mm-hmm. Don't mind. So you, you've done a lot, a lot of, uh, evolution over the years. I, I know with with IWC, you were big, you know, in a tag team and you, you guys were really coming together. And now I think you're kind of, I think we talked about in kind of a position of, of kind of. I don't know. I don't want to say reformatting yourself, but, but, you know, kind of, kind of giving yourself a new, uh, version, right? Right. So, I mean, how are you finding that process, uh, kind of more generally? Um, and, and what have you learned about evolving, like, who Remy Levay is over the, uh,
2: past several years? I think that, I think that to be, to be someone like, to, to be like someone like me and the kind of wrestler and the kind of person that I can kind of, take a step outside myself. I think that it's it's very important. It's important to have an ego, but it's also important to be realistic, Mm -hmm. you know, and you have to understand that this is a business, whether it's independence, whether it's ring of honor, whether it's WWE, whether it's NXT, it is the wrestling business. It's not wrestling club for fun. (laughs) Um, Some places, some some places places are are like that and that that exists
0: and some people, that's all they're out there to do. Right. Right. And
2: that is totally fine. That is absolutely fine. Mm -hmm. But me, like I said, it kind of goes back to when I decided to train, I got into this knowing exactly what I was getting myself into, or at least I thought I did. And now I have, some of those things were dead on and some of them were, were wrong, but I knew, um, I understood that, that, it was a business and that you were working for someone and that you were taking someone's ideas and, um, influence and making it your own. And I believe that you have to be extremely patient. I've been extremely patient and, um, you have to be. And like I said, I didn't expect, um, anything to be handed at me to me. I should say, I didn't expect anything to be just handed over to me in terms of, um, anything with IWC or any other company I've, I've, I've wanted to work for it and I wanted to earn it. And it, it, you know, I feel like if it's given to you, um, it's kind of, I don't know, it kind of depreciates it and devalues it. Mm -hmm. Um, and I wanted to test myself to see if this is something I could really do. I I wasn't going to lie to myself about this. And, um, so I think that it's been a lot of patience It's been a lot of twists and turns, a lot of things you have to, um, accept are out of your control. You are responsible pretty much for yourself. Um, you're your own manager. You're you're in charge of your merch. You're in charge of your own promotion. You're in charge of, uh, getting your name out there. You're in charge of making sure you get to the building. There are so many, uh, factors, um, that go into it and that, uh, specifically require you to kind of be aware of the business that you're in. And, and it's, it's easy to get discouraged and it's easy to feel confused and it's easy to feel alone. It's easy to feel like, especially when you're someone like me who I know what it takes. I know my, my high standards of, uh, in terms of being a fan my whole life or, a fan over the last few years, what I've noticed about wrestling, what makes a great wrestler, what makes a good, a great match. Um, All those things that I didn't look for when I was a kid uh, because I was just more enchanted and I was just, you know, I was being a kid watching wrestling. As you get older, you start to appreciate the work, uh, the work rate and great matches and great storytelling. And to me, my character has always been, I, I, when I started training, I, I always saw the character and I had some, some cool ideas um i've had some 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 ridiculous ideas and i remember mm-hmm. trying all this ridiculous stuff but you also have to remember that you are appealing to a specific crowd you're appealing mm-hmm. to a wrestling crowd and no matter how many cool weird pop pulp culture um references i want to make or, or take my weird influences and put it out there mm-hmm. it's important to remember that it has to be processed by the audience and that the crowd has to understand and I, that, that's probably been the hardest part for me is trying right. to find a way to do my own thing and not make the crowd feel excluded.
0: That's right. I remember even early conversations you have, I ha- you and I have had about your character and what you wanted to do with it. And I always felt like, I don't want to say that they were complicated but but again, like that kind of like where's kind of schizophrenic. Yeah. Yeah. Like, where's that? Where's that connection going to happen? Right. Like, I like the idea in concept. I understand. I understand it. But again, like you said, like, how is the guy that just bought a ticket to their first show going to understand, you know, how do you convey that in two seconds? You know, Like, right. I, like we were joking around earlier. There's there's a match happening in their promotion where there's like there's a caveman and a superhero. Like, OK, I get that. Right. You know, I mean that's the most like that's probably the easiest thing to convey, right? Right. Uh or, or 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 you know, Jock 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 Sampson's the the uh the redneck. You right. know, all right, we know what we're getting here. Uh you know, what what do you and, and I and I'm seeing you try, you know, and I'm seeing I'm seeing where that's going and uh and it's been interesting to watch that evolution.
2: I think that for me, uh I and I just I had something it's actually something I've been thinking about a lot. And I feel like that question, you know some summarize yourself in one sentence or yeah, yeah. someone goes home and calls their friend. What are they going to say they remembered about you? How are they going to be able to describe you? How can you describe that? And there is a, um, a really big part of me that believes that a, a, a revolutionary might be a bit of extreme, maybe a bit, a bit extreme, but I, I, I believe I would like to get my character to the point where I'm not I'm not it's I'm not an answer it's it, it is a question I think my character should be a question I think when I I I've always liked wrestling I believe that, like I said that you have an, that the audience needs to process it but I also believe that one of the best things about wrestling and one of my favorite things about wrestling has always been the things that have kind of been uh left to your imagination the subtleties okay and that's what I've liked about music and lyrics and and movies um david lynch is probably my favorite director and he's someone who artistically never really gives away a, a base narrative or a, a plot it's kind of here here it is and you can come to your own conclusions about what this means
0: you, have you seen any samples of this in wrestling like we could give some sample to try to
2: um in terms of subtleties i mm-hmm. would say there, I mean, it, this is—it's kind of separate, but I—I I remember when Sting stopped talking, and that was insanely impactful mm-hmm. on me. Oh, probably of, probably it,
0: the most interesting and intriguing storyline they ever did in WCW, <laughs> to be honest. And
2: being that age, and mm-hmm. he, he, his look, his look attracted to me. I was always into dark stuff growing up. I was always uh, attracted to the the balance of beauty and darkness, and you know, that yin and yang, uh, it's something I've, I've always been interested in. It's always, there's, I can't really just put my finger on why, um, I'm kind of wired that way, but Sting was a character who, who didn't talk. He looked like a bad guy, kinda. And the story of why he became Sting and what he was before that was so great. He was someone that you didn't, would never expect to kind of, it, it was someone that I watched, you know, when he was blonde sting, he was all f- baby face fired up, super energetic. It, it was someone. And then when he became the crow sting, it was like someone had kind of come to my side or someone was kind mm-hmm. of appealing to the kids like me, the darker kids. And, but it was someone who you would have never expected to kind of go that course and the kind of that you, someone that you would never feel like you could relate to in that level or feel, feel that, that special connection with. And, um, I think that that was just done really well and it was patient and nothing was, it it wasn't forced and everything that sting did was kind of like, kind of like a question. It was kind of like very mysterious mind games. Uh, there was the fake sting, you know, there was the fake sting coming from the rafters. He, he was posing a lot of questions. Why is he in the rafters? Why does he have a, a vulture? Why is there a fake sting? Is he good? Is he bad? Why isn't he talking? And to me, those were all questions. And I believe that you need to have someone to play off of to kind of give some answers, but I essentially would like to continue my character on a path of mystique. And I think mystique is very intriguing and I believe that's what I, that's what I feel. That's the character that I want to bring to life. And while it is equally frustrating, um, just as frustrating, you know, trying to, to figure this out, I, I wouldn't have it any other way because it's not something you rush and it's not something that I I would want to rush or force. Um, so it's been, you know, instead of just saying, putting a stamp on it and saying, this is what I am, I'd rather let the crowd and time kind of determine the different little facets of my uh, character and personality. And at the same time, artistically, provoke the audience into asking questions
3: Hmm.
2: answer you know answers aren't as important to me
0: Hmm. interesting to see how this comes across as you're uh, it could completely fail and i am
2: i could be a complete retard i'm sure there's people up there shaking their heads but i mean i'm 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 a different person i'm i believe i'm a different wrestling fan i believe i'm a different wrestler and I'm going to do things the way I want to do them. I, I'm very compromising in this business is you have to. And, um, you know, there are times when you, you have to compromise and you, you're working with someone else's ideas, but, uh, I believe in their the challenge and in their lies the fun of trying to make it your own. And, and how would I, how would Remy, you know, react to this as opposed to, how would you know just any wrestler react to this because it's easy to fall into, especially when you're you're young like me and you're green and mm-hmm. you're trying to figure everything out it's easy to kind of fall into generic heel generic baby face, and that never I, I was never um work in terms of character I was never interested in that in terms of selling and in ring. I knew that uh, there, I mean, you can go back and watch all my, my first year matches. I pretty, I was pretty much just selling the entire time. So I believe that it's important to know your role and know your role as the character and that there are two sides. And I believe babyface and heel is insanely important and is insanely important in telling that story. Right. But I, I think that the lines between um, what is right and what is wrong um, need to be there in terms of wrestling. That's why we have rules and that's why we have, you know, we as wrestling fans, there's certain things that we are. We have morals and certain things. There's integrity and in, in certain things, and we respond when certain things happen to the certain people that we feel a certain way about. And it's important to, I think, keep it fresh, keep it interesting, keep it cool, and keep it new, and give someone something different. and And that's what I want to offer is just something different. And I think everyone's going for that, but I think that, um, I'm kind of in a niche of characters on my own in terms of dark characters and what's been done with kind of the darker characters and you have Bray Wyatt and the more occult type stuff going on and finding my own niche, you know, has been hard because every time I have an idea or something, it feels like, uh, you know, someone else scoops it up or someone else does something similar. I see someone doing something similar and I'm like, uh. all right, I can't do that now. Um, Mm -hmm. but it's, it's very interesting. The character development is, is a puzzle. You're uh, constantly putting together your, your character and adding things to it and maybe taking things away. And it's a learning experience. You got to see what the crowd responds to. Um, but it's also been, you know, it's frustrating. It's, it's hard. It's, it shouldn't be easy, but, uh, a lot of it has been just trial and error and believing in myself and believing in my in these ideas and, and taking risks. Um, it's just a matter of having the opportunity to get those things across and having people be willing to be open-minded when it comes to professional wrestling.
0: Awesome. So what are you watching these days? What's, what's kind of uh, got your attention?
2: Uh, I really like, I, I, am not, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to lie. NXT, I've kind of dropped off watching NXT. Um, I didn't get to see the last uh, takeover show with, uh, Balor and Joe. And, but I really wanted to watch it. I I really love NXT. I think it is, um, an amazing show. It's very special. It's its own thing. It's very cool. And I like the characters down there. And that's kind of where my, you know, I'm coming to realize is that character, how important character is and the distinct things that, you know, make up a character and how that character comes across on TV, the things they can do when you're on TV weekly, as opposed to locally in front of a crowd. Um, Watching NXT for me has been great for watching the in-ring product, watching the promos. If you're a wrestler, you don't want a young wrestler on the independence and you aren't watching NXT. It's very confusing to me Mm -hmm. because that is the kind of where we're all trying to get to right now. Um, New Japan. I've, love new Japan. Um, I, my roommate Tyler has the new Japan world. So whenever we hang out, we usually stream some new Japan. Um, we always watch the wrestle kingdom shows. Stay up super late. Um, guys like Ishii guys like, uh, Shibata guys like, uh, Michael Elgin just had a great showing over there. I was really happy to see Mike go over there and kind of reignite. If you will, he really, I feel like, uh, he really killed it over there and showed that uh, he still was a top tier player for sure. Because there was that weird stuff that happened with him uh, when they with ROH when he had the belt and um, just kind of like oh, I, I felt I felt bad for him. I felt like he was kind of everyone kind of turned their back on him because he said he wanted to try playing baseball or some something yeah. like that. <laughs> um, so New Japan is I'm uh, always watching New Japan. I really really like New Japan. I really like the seriousness. I really like the almost less is more approach to new Japan and the in-ring product kind of speaks for itself. And it's just super Epic and super taken seriously. Like you should take it seriously. Like it should be taken seriously. I feel like if, if I'm hanging out with a girl and I want to show her wrestling and I want her to think what I do is cool, I'm going to show her new Japan wrestling because of how seriously it's taken over there. And there's an aesthetic and there's a vibe that new Japan has Completely outside of the in-ring product, everything that's kind of surrounding it, it, you see it, and you you're like, is this professional wrestling, or what am I watching? <laughs> this looks this looks like professional wrestling. They're doing professional wrestling moves. They're wearing professional wrestling gear, but something about it is just on another level. And uh, I've just the Bullet Club stuff's awesome. I love Kenny Omega. I love um, a lot of guys that have have gone over there who are great wrestlers, and you get to see that now. Guys like. Uh, what's his, uh, killer elite squad, um, Lance Hoyt and, uh, D.A. Smith. Um, David, David Boyce kid, right? That's his partner. Yeah. Taylor yeah. Smith? Yeah. Yeah. And, um, uh, AJ, uh, I actually got to do an, uh, the AJ Styles seminar in Meadville. I think nice. this is w- whenever he wrestled, um, is it him saw in... who, who did he wrestle last Is that nice? Him and Nice, yes, it was him and Nice. Which East. is again, yeah, I'm match. so
0: sad that people left before that because it wasn't the big, big name. It was, on the, bag, top, it was you know? the best match of the night. It was easily. maybe about the year.
2: And I remember Styles. It was right when Styles was getting ready to go over to New Japan, Right. and he was just the coolest guy. It just Styles coolest guy I've met in wrestling yet, uh, nicest guy. And uh, he was going over to New Japan. It was right before he was going over to join Bull Club, and he was just telling us about how nervous he was and just. So down to earth and, and so chill and just very humble, insanely humble. Mm -hmm. And it was like, damn, like that's the kind of, that's the kind of wrestler I can only hope to turn into, especially in terms of being humble for, for all he's done. He doesn't have to be like that. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I just think he's awesome. He's done another guy that's kind of done things his way, but proven that he is one of the best. Um, and he's been one of the best for a long time. So, I really like New Japan. I really like the characters. And I like how there's storylines. But it's not a lot of hokey stuff. It's more in-ring promo. And um, you don't need to understand the what they're saying to, to feel it. And they're so good at that. And I just like how aware the roster is. And kind of how, um, how nicely packaged everything is. It's a very nice, neat, tight clean package and i really like that and it, it's focused in the ring um pwg always uh always watching pwg i think we uh i the last thing i saw was tremendous was it tremendous or was it i don't think the battle i think we just got the battle lost it i it was whichever one was the, uh, had like aerostar uh it had some the last show that had uh the lucha underground guys uh and Helico and Jack Evans were were teaming, right. and um, new. I mean, PWG is just great. You got guys like Trevor Lee, um, you got the Bucks over there. You got Super Dragon and and Roderick Strong, who has probably been the best wrestler in the country for the last year and a half, in my opinion. And I don't. I wouldn't say he's underrated, but he's certainly underrated in terms of kind of uh, where he's at. I think he could be. I don't understand why he WWE hasn't picked up Roderick Sean yet. Um, awesome. And, uh, yeah. And I, I like watching all the local stuff. I, I watch PWX when I can. I watch all the our IWC shows. I, I try and pay attention to all the local stuff going on, uh, as much as I can. I would really like to get into uh UK wrestling a lot more. Cause I feel like UK wrestling is very young and kind of hip and cool. And you see a lot of the UK independence, um, doing so well on social media and I, I i follow quite uh a lot of uk companies european companies and uh, uh germany and, and that that's always appealed to me too is I, I try and watch as much stuff as that as you can but as you know sort watching wrestling is like a full-time job now
0: it, it almost is yeah not enough opportunity with it either so all
2: right i, I think it's good to have some variety, though. I mean, there's so much out there now. Mm-hmm. There's something mm-hmm. for everyone.
0: You, you can't say, "Oh, wrestling sucks." It's like, well, there's something, right? There, yeah, there, you got to find something. You know, try some of this. And especially, it's great that it's getting on TV. Different varieties, like Lucha over here, and and and, and Ring of Honor over here, even it's something different. You know, so. right?
2: And I think we're starting to see. Um, I think with Punk, you know, Punk was a big a big a big deal. I, I think punk brought a lot of people back into it mm-hmm. and uh, a lot of young people and maybe people who had fallen out of wrestling after the attitude era or the, you know, f- fallen out in the mid two thousands, kind of like I did. Um, and, and punk kind of brought those people back and, and threw some spice into it. But I mean, um, I love watching all of it. I, I just really love when, when there's good competition amongst the uh, you know, when everyone's motivated and firing them, all cylinders, uh, it's hard to, to turn on any wrestling these days. And and for me to find something that I don't like, um, I, uh, there's always something for me to, 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 to enjoy. And, uh, you know, I think that that's also something I'm very lucky about is that, uh, I'm able to kind of just enjoy when I want to enjoy and and focus when I want to focus. And it's still that escape for, for all types of reasons. All it, it serves all my my mental needs. Excellent. Excellent.
0: Well, you got a lot of stuff coming up here. Of course, IWC's Unbreakable is this weekend. Yes, big yes. Uh,
2: big match Saturday. Mhm. Uh love Keith. Uh Keith Hot. I love working with Keith. I love talking to Keith. I love seeing Keith and giving him a hug every time I see him in the locker room. One of the hardest working uh wrestlers in this area, one of the nicest, biggest-hearted wrestlers I've ever met. And, uh, Keith is truly the man and working with him is always fun. Um, hentai and Baba Baba is been, I remember Baba being around when I first started coming to IWC shows Mm -hmm. and just being from Pittsburgh, you know, you know, Baba. And, um, that's kind of cool. I haven't really gotten to talk to him very much, but he's always been super nice to me. And, um, hentai, uh, I had trained under hentai a little bit and also one of the nicest hardest working um guys from this area who has been around the block and then some and is still kicking ass still going hard and um i'm really excited for for what me and and joe can do i'm really excited for the match i'm really excited for the challenge um elizabeth is always a great crowd like that's the building that i kind of view as like okay this is iwc building this is where it counts uh Mm -hmm. the most and this is where I want to do my best and and, and really have a great match. So I think uh, I think everything is there to for that to happen. All the uh, ingredients are in place. So uh, I'm very much looking forward to this, this week. And I have been sick. So if I sound a little nasally to everyone, I'm sorry. All this rant, sick rambling. Just in
0: time for all this audio, right? Right. It, it always works out like that. And I,
2: I have a low voice anyway, I, I must sound.
0: Awesome. Go check it out. At IWCWrestling.com dot com to get tickets. Uh, a lot of stuff coming out, including the NXTs, Rhino. I guess it's weird to saying that. The current champ. Of it's course. awesome.
2: <laughs> Another <laughs> super, super cool guy and uh mm-hmm. really helpful. And when these guys come to your, your cities, you know, and and, and, and represent, it's I, I think people people need to, to realize how, how you know, these guys don't have to do that. No. These guy if you see someone doing something like this, it is because they truly love it and they truly want to be there and they truly want to be there to entertain you. And, um, it says a lot about Rhino and it says a lot about, uh, all the talent that comes through IWC. And one of the best things is you're not only getting, you know, great in ring, you're also getting great personality. You're getting legends, you're getting young guys, you're getting the indie guys you're getting a little bit of every, there's something for everyone specifically at iwc it
0: is interesting looking in the past maybe five so years of uh wwe or even any of the rest of the big promotions on television and seeing how many people have a pedigree with uh iwc
2: that's i i, I always think about that i remember watching like an old interview of chris hero and he has an iwc shirt on and nice. it's just it's just awesome like
0: or anytime they mention pittsburgh in general yeah on on uh on cabana WDN and Network. punk and yeah the, yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, there's it, one or the, the, the uh you know uh, the cory graves talking about oh yeah we yep. did this but nine half to ten except for when he's talking with uh seth rollins he's talking about iwc oh yeah oh yeah so yeah yeah
2: and i always thought that was cool when they did the punk documentary and uh mm-hmm. i think even on the big punk podcast the cabana podcast that the punk was on when he kind of came out and, and and told his story he was like you know wrestling was fun when when it was you and me and praise act driving to pittsburgh Mm-hmm, and, you mm-hmm. know, people always talk about Norm and, and, you know, it's, it, it's, it's good. It's a good thing to train. No, Norm
0: Conner's got name dropped on, on TV. I know. That, that, I know. That, that, that CM Punk, uh, 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 ECW guys yep. thing
2: back in the day. So, yep. And, 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 you know, that, that just shows the impact that Norm had and that IWC had. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it's just like anything, man. It's just like music. It's like you, times change and. Uh, the format may, you know, change a little bit, but essentially, um, you know, it's it's not easy to, to to keep something alive, something that's kind of underground, mm-hmm. and that's what always has attracted me to uh, independent wrestling since I started getting into it. I like underground music, I like independent music. Um, I tend to, I don't know, flock towards that kind of stuff, and it seemed like independent wrestling was was the the perfect type of wrestling for me and uh I really like the travel and I really like the the grind and the uh you know the making towns I love that stuff and being kind of in charge of yourself and it's also it's just it's helped me um be a better me in a way you know it's helped me kind of apply some of that focus and hard work into other little things in my life that you know i, I i'm discovering every day and 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 you never You always hear everyone say, and it's very true. You never stop learning. And learning, constantly learning, is and and having different opinions and talking and meeting different people. All the awesome people you get to meet and interact with. Uh, Always the one thing in common is that you love wrestling. If you have nothing else in common with them, you both love wrestling. Uh, And, uh, yeah, I mean, the fact that I'm sitting down here talking to you about wrestling is awesome. Like, i do this this is the kind of stuff I would like to do more of. And it's, uh, it's crazy to be on such a busy schedule, but this is the kind of stuff, the underground, the, the DIY, the, the, mm-hmm. the passion, uh, the passion projects are always, you know, what I've been attracted to and what I've tried to keep myself busy with. So wrestling to me is also a passion project that it's also a, uh, a dream. And it's, it's a lot of things. It can be whatever you want it to be. Um, and I really, like, I really like that. I think that that is insanely diverse. And for someone's personality uh, like mine, it, it, it's great because I'm all over the place with different creative needs and outlets and, and whatnot.
0: Awesome. Go check him out, IWCWrestling.com. Uh, his Twitter is at Remy LaVey. And uh, you're on the Facebook as well, right?
2: Yeah. Uh, Remy LaVey or uh, Wyatt Shear on Facebook. Either Either is fine. Uh, I just want to say thank you to Sorg. Sorg, for those of you who don't know, busts his ass every show to make sure that we have a professional high-end product. And, um, it's important to acknowledge all the, every job, uh, of an independent company, of the wrestling company, you know, it, uh, like I said, it's really a team effort and there's a camaraderie there and a, uh, kind of, uh, teamwork mentality that, uh, I never really had in sports or anything and played sports or anything. So it's cool to be, it's cool to feel, feel a part of something. And, uh, Sorg is just as important as, uh, anyone in that locker room or anyone on that show, yeah, if not more, because I don't think any of us would be able to pull this off.
0: <laughs> Thank you. I really, <laughs> I really do appreciate that. Go check them out. And we'll be talking about, uh, some more indie wrestling, but first let's take a peek at, uh, last week in Sorgatron media show. Is that your dog? Yeah. Is it a tiny tiny dog? Yeah, it's a a long hair swallow. Bring it to me. No. Why? I want to put something in my mouth. No. Why does Uh, my PS4 keep downloading Barbie Horse Adventure? What
3: you're telling me is that PS4 has turned into
1: TiVo, which means at some point, You're going to watch Super Redneck Trucker. It's (laughs) going to be like, oh, we downloaded every episode of Queer as
0: Folk for you. What is on Katie's face? The Galaxy Gear VR, Mm -hmm. which is made by Samsung in partnership with Oculus. There's going to be a consumer version that comes out. Um, I think this is to get developers thinking on how they can build their apps and how things work. Tell us, what is the concept? What is Looking for Group? It's a mixed co-working and gaming space. Pay by the hour to play on Xbox Ones, PlayStation 4s, we use, or PCs. Asuka? Is that how we're saying it?
3: WWE's doing one thing right because Japanese pronunciation, you never pronounce the U. Okay, okay. but it's Asuka. Asuka. <laughs> yeah, I'm, 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 I can't wait until she knees Dana Brooke in the eye and gives her a little bit of a bone like, structure or whatever. Yeah. Um. <laughs>
0: check out everything uh, you just saw there at SorgatronMedia.com. so much more some gaming some 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 technology in uh, and then hobo that did not eat my dog i swear it, it, it completely safe you probably heard him barking in the last segment uh, everything is cool it's okay don't call pita uh, but, anyways, uh, some more, of course, IWCWrestling.com. Check out this weekend's show. And, of course, that'll be available on us afterwards. Uh, but we also had a big show this past weekend, RWA's Bloody Harvest 2015. I got uh, the sound guy and joins us usually from uh, RWA Hot Wheels, RWA on the Twitters, joining us on the line. How you doing, Wheels?
1: Oh, I'm doing pretty good there, Sorg. I mean, hey, it was a busy weekend and. We got to watch all kinds of wrestling action.
0: Yes, we did. I yes, mean. we did. Um, oh. it, it, it's been a good time for RWA as well. A good time for Pittsburgh wrestling in general. It seems like everybody's doing uh, really interesting. A lot of stuff popping. Uh, no matter what what three letters you got around you. Uh, but uh, but y- you guys had a really good show this week. One one I know we had fun from our perches uh, that you you mentioned yes. in the last show. Uh, we, we moved a little bit, so we're not having wrestlers land yeah, in our laps. We, lap. we kind
1: of moved. We kind of moved up, if you will. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. So I mean, it, it honestly, it's a lot better for me, for you. Like you said, no wrestlers on our laps, no fans in our way. It, it, I enjoyed the show even more than I did when I was down where I was. I mean, I could see the action from bell to bell. Now, I mean, mm-hmm. when you saw wrestlers going out of the ring and downstairs, or chasing each other around an arena, you didn't miss it this time. You could right. see it all just watching them everywhere.
0: Right, kind of speaking to that, yeah, they, they, they kind of stuck us up on the stage as, uh, here's my shot of wheels right here. <laughs> <We're just laughs> perched, which means somebody's got to pick them up and stick them up there. Uh, so <laughs> you're, I thought you were kind That's of... Very I, interesting. I thought you were like kind of trapped as it was uh, at these shows, but even more so. And 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 um, those don't you know the wrestlers are right behind the curtain for us. <laughs> and I can't get yeah. anywhere. I have to go through them in order to get anywhere uh, uh, from there. Uh, so making you know the, the place is growing. You guys are packing the house uh, for four months straight of breaking your month to month records uh, yes. for, for attendance, which is really awesome. But but headline by really good stuff. Uh, of course, last month with Amazing Red Sanjay Dutt was a tremendous match and then upped again by adding uh, Jason Gorey to the mix. Uh, you the, uh, 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 Remy's uh, tag team partner were shown in the last segment a little bit. <laughs> hey, I mean, yeah. I
1: mean, All that, guys... just tore the house down. It was amazing. I, I enjoyed watching it like mm-hmm. I expected to. I mean, it wasn't I wasn't disappointed or
2: anything. I was just gonna, I was uh, gonna agree. I didn't actually see the match, but just based on those names, uh, awesome guys, awesome performers. I I would love to see that match. I'm sure it was awesome. And Gory is one of the guys that really helped me out when uh, I was first kind of coming around and kind of took me under his wing. And I got to give a lot of thanks to to him and my boy facade for kind of taking me under their wing. And, and Gory is, is the man. And, uh, I, I would love to see that match. Sanjay is, is cool as hell too.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, really cool guys. Yeah. Uh, so, but other than that, like really, really fun night. We were showing a little bit uh, last show uh, of uh, uh, Chris Taylor uh, celebrating with a pizza and ch- Count chocolate awesome with man. his heavyweight love title. Chris. <laughs> love Chris.
1: <laughs> yes, yes. It, it, it's one of those. It's great to see how your champion is represented by the food he eats or foods that he continues of adding Count chocolate. I was like, I want some of that. And the pizza looked good. I don't know if it came from Slice on Broadway, but mm-hmm. hey, mm-hmm. that's all right. That's all right. We'll forgive him this time.
3: That's right. That's but, right.
1: So, I mean, it, it, it was a great night. I The crowd was into everything from match one all the way to match nine. It was amazing.
0: Yes, nine and, matches. Holy crap, nine matches. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes folks and one of those matches had a caveman in it i enjoyed the caveman
0: yeah we had a lot of fun with uh was, was it mr fetty mr fetty was it uh the beast man oh, i don't oh, know no. oh he was just listed <laughs> no, as as no. the caveman oh you're you're talking about super beast I'm talking, yeah no, no 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 he's more of a caveman right, uh okay. and by the way here's a shot for you guys on video of that uh championship celebration picture.
2: I mean that's what I would that's what I'm doing if I'm winning any strap. Some
0: knob creek in a in a hydra cup, pizza and count chocolate and the belt sitting there, just hanging out. Can't so, post
2: my I can't take pictures of my good times. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be bad idea. That's not
0: that's not safe for the Facebook, no. right? Um but no K five that Yeah, there you go. Um but no as we were saying, uh I, I, I actually this was I mean this was an impromptu. Like these are just some extra guys that were around, right? And uh,
1: uh from what I heard, these are amazing uh red students there
0: you go so, uh, that amazing red is training cavemen. i don't know uh, so <laughs>
1: well hey i mean i guess he is <laughs> pretty amazing when you can train a caveman to wrestle mhm
0: mm-hmm. uh but it was is a, it was, a it was a fun match i couldn't contain this by just playing on the dvd or digital download so we we, we tossed that up there entire match is uh, up on youtube up on the facebook for rwa oh, wow. a- and i hope you guys uh, uh get you know uh, check it out and get a little bit out of it and uh I one, one extra thing, and I don't know, talking a little bit to production I guess. Do you
2: see uh senior official uh Tommy Trueblood there? Yes there is Tommy, yes, Tommy Trueblood, yeah. Yeah I, I do love Tommy. Tommy's a is a great guy. But uh he he
0: was Iron Manning last that that he did uh, all but one of the nine matches.
2: Takes a great ref
0: bump. <laughs> yes, does he? <laughs> <laughs> yes, he does. But uh but no, it was a good time. And the other thing we tried to do, um and, and I I want to see how people are receptive are receptive to it. Um, that, that building, you know, you know, you know, court time, uh, I, I feel like sometimes the building is too big, so it doesn't contain right, right. The, 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 you know, the crowd noise as well. And it kind of dissipates in that, that large space. But this is of course, is a crappy little gymnasium. Let's be honest here when it comes to RWA. Uh, and the crowd is very rabid and into it and was for nine matches. Like, I don't remember them dying for a match throughout yeah. the night and 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 i mean that is a long haul right uh in and and our rwa feels like it's kind of story intensive and so I, I went and grabbed like kind of the entrances to several of the matches like pretty much like uh beginning through first bell in, in most cases and sometimes there are promos and some sorts of, of matches but i wanted to get the crowd reactions i, I feel like that's not being conveyed enough uh, and and, and I'm, I'm hoping that kind of helps people kind of get the vibe of what's happening here. Like, it, it feels like there's something cool happening here that, that that you know, it's the, all the locals coming. It's, I really don't think the audience crosses over with an IWC, PWX, VOW that much for the most part. Right. And, uh, and I'm hoping that really kind of comes out here. Uh, but no, really good show there. Um, a lot of fun matches. Uh, even the six-man tag was good. Uh, Mempho Mofo, another guy that, that impresses me every show. Uh, and, and check him out. He's got this Mofo show thing going on online it's
1: it's amazing uh sorg and i are in love with this stuff because i think we both look forward to even if it's not rwa if he does one we got to watch it just to see what he does because Mm -hmm. the man is entertainment and he does this just himself i think i'm not sure if he has anybody he does he
0: does because i think i i I tweeted i was like you got to do more of those and he's like man those take a long time to do i was like yeah but they stick out you know, I mean, it's more than just throw, you know, putting a phone right here and shooting a promo, in your face. It's, 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 I mean, look at like when Johnny Gargano did the show back in the day. Right. I, I think that got him a lot of traction. Anybody doing very interesting things like that. Even like, look at Claudio did the coffee, the rider. coffee thing for a while. Was that rider with the, you know, th- that whole thing too. I mean, it, yeah. it, it sticks out. It's Zane and Caleb visual.
2: take over the world. You have the, uh, those high spots guys. Zane exactly. Ryan and Caleb Connolly. Exactly. And I think, I think that that's important too. I mean, uh, this is kind of a side note, but uh, workaholics, the TV show. I mean, they're huge wrestling fans, mm-hmm. and I feel like if if we can bring more uh, current, I think, and uh, you know, you know, I don't know if Vince is out of touch, whatever. But I think that there's always that feeling that wrestling is uh, that I'm saying that people on the outside looking in view wrestling as very just hillbilly, dumbed down, stupid, you know, bad, just '90s comedy recycled. And I think that, you know, there, yeah, of course there's some of that out there, but the more creative, um, yeah, this is awesome. The more, the more creative stuff you can do and the more you put into it, you know, you get what you put into it. And I'm all about this DIY, learn how to film it yourself, learn how to set up the camera yourself, edit yourself. And you're, you're learning how to do a bunch of stuff all at once. And, and at the end you have something that's adding to wrestling. It's making it, it's different. It's it's inspiring, you know, it's creative and that's what it's all about. You can't, it's not just go to the gym and, and show up and get in the ring. That's, that's, exactly. that, that's important, but that's not what attracts me to it. I, the creative side is what attracts me to it and stories right. and characters and, right. and I like that you can kind of, everyone's kind of looking to be the first to do something, especially in wrestling. And that's kind of a fun challenge because it seems like everything's been done. It's just like being in a, making music, you know?
0: I didn't realize that this he made at midnight. What did he do? Basically, he, yeah, he made at midnight. Like they, just, oh he, wow, he just like uh showed some video of, of of his tweet popping up on at midnight. Well, let's see if you pull it up. Yeah, he, <laughs> he completely made At as I lay tanning. Hashtag uh, uh, jersey a book. That's amazing.
1: <laughs> see, so obviously he's doing something right. To oh. Grab
0: Aaron. Oh no, we got wheels and hey. Wi Fi slow-mo. Oh no. The Mofo show is overtaking our bandwidth, I think. But uh but no. Uh really good Either show. That or I'm having s
2: we're having a stroke I show. think we're all
0: having a collective stroke. <laughs>
2: um
0: But no, RDB Bloody Harvest, worth checking out. Uh we have individual matches over on IndieWrestling.us. So just pay a buck, two bucks, uh whatever the case may be. You can check out, you know, even that three way match with uh Gory Dutton uh Amazing Red. Great stuff. Can't wait to see what they pull out. Some great names coming through there as well. Uh, making some noise. So, uh, And the next show is Open Season. And yes. it's, and that's coming up. We'll be talking about that being November well. 7th.
3: Yep. I'll be
0: remiss if I did not mention because uh, uh, one Chris LaRusso, uh, you bypassed him on the way in here, uh, Remy. I did. Uh, yes, and uh, he, he uh, uh, is going to be involved in Remix Pro Wrestling's... Um, Homeward Bound. Wait, wait, wait. That's not the throwdown for the pound 12. It's going to have a lot of names on there. Um, Look at this. Look at all that. Uh, Of course, Facade is going to be teaming with Matt Hardy in a match. Uh, uh, Remix Remix
2: always stands out to me. Uh, Their graphics are awesome. Oh, yeah. They they have a very nice product. Um, um,
0: uh, Eric Young is going to be there. Um, Got Gory. I see Bulldozer in there somewhere
2: went really hard uh
0: and a lot of cool stuff going on there check it out and of course if you can't make it to marietta ohio gory's going to be part of it as well uh if you can't make it out to uh, uh marietta ohio uh, please check out uh remix uh, after this week uh, they, they're gonna have i understand blu-ray and dvd they've been doing oh, um, so you can wow. pick up any of those i don't know if they have digital download options perhaps but uh go check them out so with that uh Eamon, I know we have around the Indies with Matt Carlin. As you've touched base with that. Is what's what, what's fit to talk about in the Indies? He does such a great job of that. Of that article over there,
3: definitely. Well, uh, I would encourage anyone to check out the article over at IndyResting.us. Uh, like sort of mentioned, the great rundown of everything that happened this week. Uh, I guess the big thing that kind of stuck out uh, from this week was all the stuff that happened actually in one place uh, in Berwyn, Illinois. Uh, first for uh, AAW, which was there, uh, uh, there about Friday. Tons of great independent wrestling talent. Uh, uh, AAW one of the premier promotions in the Midwest, obviously, uh, delivering some really cool stuff. But then also the next uh, two nights uh, was the Shimmer 10th Anniversary uh, tapings. Uh, they take four uh, events, basically, uh, their Shimmer tapings. A lot of big stuff coming from there. Obviously, we have a new Shimmer champion. Madison Eagles, who defeated former champion Nicole Matthews in an Q match. Uh, so she is now a two-time uh, Shimmer champion. Uh, also, uh, a bit of her sadder news from that came the announcement that uh, Portia Perez uh, was reti- retiring that weekend due to uh, a number of different injuries. Uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, I actually had the privilege of working with Portia uh, uh, for wrestling, and it was a really great honor. She's uh, a very talented Uh, professional wrestler and it's unfortunate that she uh uh had to depart uh from the wrestling world because
0: she didn't we both see her for the first time up at uh prime wrestling that one time we both went
3: that's true yeah she did yeah i think that was the first time i had seen her like live uh Mm. compete uh yeah uh but yeah you know just even getting to work with her she's extremely talented and and you you know she is i think definitely going to be missed uh, the third thing that I guess kind of came out from, from that was, uh, her retirement match was on the main event of the final taping of a uh, shimmer. It was a four on 4 tag team match, uh, uh, which saw the return of two, uh, familiar faces to shimmer, uh, uh, wrestling. I don't know if permanently or just for this uh, one time occasion, but, uh, Lacey, uh, who some may know from ring of Honor fame and, and, uh, uh her, uh, very well known, uh, feud with Jimmy Jacobs and, and the stuff that, uh, occurred there made her in ring wrestling return after I want to say like 6 or 7 years wow. uh to be a part of this uh be a part of this match uh and also on the opposing side they saw a return in a uh, uh, well-known indie wrestling female Daisy Hayes uh who returned to the wrestling ring which was very cool to see um definitely to uh people that obviously but all this talk about great women's wrestling that's been happening nowadays in in the wrestling world uh, these two were definitely very much pioneers the, the, those two Lacey and daisy hayes were the first ever shimmer main event so yeah mm-hmm. i mean very cool to see so it looked like a really great weekend in uh in burman illinois all around
0: awesome awesome and uh then is that's, yeah, go subscribe to that check that out uh, uh, and everything else going on india Us. what's going on in inspire world Amen?
3: Oh, uh, we've got – we actually have a lot – there's been a good like period of break or time or whatever between uh, our next event, which will be November 1st, uh, and that's uh, our Tag Kid event, which will crown our first ever Inspire pro tag team champions uh, in a big one-night tournament. Um, yeah, that will be really fun. Tickets are on sale for that at Uh Immediately, like the next weekend after that, we're doing Fun, Fun, Fun Fest all three nights, uh, the 6th, 7th, and 8th. Uh, so that will be crazy and, and really, really fun. And, yeah, there's uh, cool stuff coming down the
0: pipeline uh, for 2016. And, yeah, it should be really fun going forward. Awesome, awesome. Well, I think that's all the indie that we have <laughs> worthwhile. <laughs> Holy crap. Uh, it's been a long one tonight. Thank you yeah, so much, sorry. Remy LaVey, talking our ears off tonight.
2: I just want to say thanks to you guys. You know, like, I think I, I truly think this stuff is awesome. I watch all this. Uh, Thank you. I'm not ashamed. Uh, I will always be a fan. I will always be a market. And uh, I think it's important to support uh, the things that support you and support the wrestlers. And it's all important. It's all what makes independent wrestling specifically so awesome. And uh, thank you guys for having me on. And uh, definitely everyone out there, keep supporting the show and keep supporting uh, independent wrestling. That's what it's all about.
0: Awesome, Thank you so much. Also, uh, speaking of indie wrestling, uh, at Hot Wheels RWA, check out their stuff, rwalive.com. Uh, at Eamon2please InspireProWrestling.com and a lot of fun stuff going over there and of course check out IWCWrestling.com I will be there as well here with Remy uh, for IWC's Unbreakable headline is going to be Rhino, Jimmy Nuts and John McChesney for IWC Heavyweight Tile, other yeah. great names. I
2: am excited to just watch the show, it's going to be a great show if you're awesome. in the Pittsburgh area, if you're in the Elizabeth area and you got nothing going on Saturday or even if you have plans cancel your plans get get
0: out of here get get, just just cancel come on down come on
2: down it's gonna be a
0: good show it's uh i mean i think it's arguably it's the biggest show
2: in the area support some independent wrestling this weekend why don't you
0: that's right that's right (laughs) exactly why don't you uh, so thank you everybody, everybody check it out WrestlingMayhemShow.com drop us a line if you got anything to say good times at wrestling, WrestlingMayhemShow.com 412 6 wms we'll see you guys next time and please support indie wrestling Show oh. is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com. Hi, everyone. Do you like video games? Do you like reading about video games? Do you like listening to podcasts about video games? Why don't you check out insertcointobegin.com? New articles going up daily, and you can check out our podcast, Boss Battle, on sorgatronmedia.com.